Live from Orlando, the city beautiful, it's the Wotown Podcast with your host, John Vaden, featuring all the letters from the kickoff section of this week's Orlando Sentinel. This podcast is not affiliated with the Orlando Sentinel. Cease and desist and any other legal action correspondence should be made in care of this station. And now, here's John. Okay, there he is. Thank you again, Chet Cummings. Always good to hear from you. This is John Vaden. This is the Town Podcast. I feel the need every time to explain the premise of this short podcast that you've decided to listen to. What I do is read the letters from the ticked-off section of the Orlando Sentinel. So these are angry Central Floridians who write into the local newspaper of record, and they get their their anger and uh, their resentments and... Uh, and uh, their biggest worries of the day down uh, on record, quantifiable, verifiable, uh, and uh, this is something that I think that we should all uh, tap into because uh, they say that when uh, somebody writes a letter like this, they speak for a thousand people. All right, so I think that there is a lot of anger out there. There are a lot of people ticked off. Perhaps you are one of them. Uh, sometimes I find myself being one of them, uh, and I think that uh, we can all come together here uh, on the Wotown Podcast. I'm going to read some letters, and I'll start right now, okay? Here we go. Letter number one. I'm ticked off that all candidates for office use sound bites of their opponents taken out of context to try to win an election. All right. I, I like dirty ads. I like it when uh, people take people out of context. My problem is uh, that when I watch the limited amount of news that I watch or read, um, doesn't seem also to understand the context especially headlines. I know that headlines are a different beast when it comes to uh, the news publishing and print game. It's uh, You're trying to get one thing, that's eyeballs, that's clicks, that's people to react. And I think that, uh, that uh, our news organizations do us a disservice uh, with, with their out-of-context headlines. That's going to be my I'm going to agree with the author here, and I'm going to add my own ticked-offness about headlines, okay? Let's move on to letter number two. It starts, I must disagree with the writer who had never seen a rear-end collision at a stoplight. I not only saw it, I was one of four victims. Each car was distanced by about half a car length, and yet the distracted driver hit the rear car so hard that it crashed into the car ahead, that one into me, and me into the car in front of me. No texting was involved, just carelessness. No matter what we were doing, we were still victims. All right, now that last line, I think, 
could be said across the board. I think we should all make that our, our rallying cry, okay? That last line. This is an author who uh, was sitting at a stoplight and got hit by a car that was hit by a car. Now, the author claims no texting was involved. I don't know about that. I don't know how the author could know that either. Um, but it, it has struck me only just now that this is the reason that those cars in traffic leave so much space between themselves and another car, even at a stoplight. Sometimes they have one or two car lengths between them. And I guess it's because they think they might get hit from behind and they don't want to mess up the front of their car. That has, uh, it makes sense. I have always shaken my head and looked down my nose at that situation, but now I fully understand. Let's move on to letter number three. To the people who are not ticked off about people texting at stoplights, of course you're not, because you are the ones who hold everyone up when the light turns green while you finish your text, leaving everyone else stuck at the light because you were the only one to make it through. Then you make up for it by speeding. <laughs> this, is, this is so true. This happens... All day, every day out there. This is why I try to stay off the road. Not because it's dangerous. Not because I, I will be sideswiped or hit by a, a semi or uh, T-boned at some busy intersection. I, I think that my blood pressure would just get to me to the point when I see people doing this texting uh, green light speed up thing. I would just make my uh, veins burst, you know? So I'm with the author here. This is, it's maddening. Uh, and I, I, I blame, the, the author is correct. To the people who are not ticked off about people texting at stoplights, that is who the author is mad at. People who are not ticked off. Do you get that? That's like me. Why are you not ticked off out there? Why are you not writing more letters to the ticked off section of the Orlando Sentinel at ticked off at orlandosentinel.com and then letting me read those letters. I have no affiliation with the Orlando Sentinel. I feel like I should make that clear. Let's move on to letter number four. Letter number four begins like this. To the person ticked off that some people have no life game plan, I agree with you. Because if these people did have one, they'd be hiking the Grand Canyon, or Patagonia, or working in a foreign country with Doctors Without Borders, for instance. The last thing they'd be doing is finding the time to write to the Orlando Sentinel's ticked-off column in order to bash other people. <laughs> Uh-oh. This, uh, this, this is a low blow to you, listener. And to me, the reader. First of all, I think that this... Uh, I hate to disagree um, with the author, but I feel like the author is asking people to, instead of being ticked off, go hike in Patagonia or work for free with Doctors Without Borders. Now, most of us cannot do that. 
most of us are sitting in traffic waiting for the car in front of us to go so we can get to work. If we're lucky, I'm, I spend all my day looking for a job. I'm one of the local uh, unemployed hospitality uh, 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 folks in town. There are a lot of us. We're all competing for a limited number of jobs in this town. We sit in traffic. We sit at our computers. We sit on the computer in the library. We do all these things trying to find a job. And this person is saying, go hike the Grand Canyon or a foreign country. I'm getting ticked off just reading it. And then I, this person has the gall to uh, cast aspersions about Orlando Sentinel's ticked off column. And further has the gall to, uh, to uh, diminish the uh, reward we all feel by bashing other people. <laughs> that ticks me off. Well, we've almost come to the end of this episode, if you can believe that. Uh, time well spent. Let's take a quick commercial break. I'll come back. We still have one more letter, but uh, I can't get to it until we roll this commercial. Thanks for staying with me. When it comes to the law, no one knows the law like Morris McCorgan. No one has the experience. No one has the longevity. No one has the life of law like Morris McCorgan. Esquire. Morris McCorgan, Esquire. What does the law mean to you? Uh, I say uh, equality. Basic equality under the law is uh, one of the tenets of my office and my experience. If I have two clients who are each up for 40 years and I can get 30 with no trial, boom, done. Every time, that's equality. How does your experience make you a better lawyer? I graduated law school and hung up my shingle the next day. From there, you name it, I've seen it all. Recessions, depressions, elections, assassinations, wars, the invention of the automobile. Morris McCorgan. Esquire, that's me. Morgan McCorkus, Esquire. They took my office away from me. Morgan McCorgus, experience you can trust. Okay, we are back. Welcome back to the Wotown Podcast. My name is John. I have one more letter to read from... Uh, the uh, ticked-off column of the Orlando Sentinel. Let me point out, this is from the October 19th edition of that newspaper. Uh, and the fifth and final letter that we have here goes like this. Kudos to all of the U.S. Postal employees for bearing the burden of not only the mail-in ballots 
but also all the candidates' promotional materials and all the Medicare open enrollment information. A thankless job these days. That's someone, uh, that's what the Orlando Sentinel calls the flip side. When somebody writes in to ticked off to say something nice about somebody, uh, it's not always a section uh, that I feel comfortable reading because uh, sometimes I feel just happier when I'm ticked off. All right? So I don't always get into that, but that was a nice one. Uh, if you are someone who works for the U.S. Postal Service, actually, that person said it's a thankless job. That person gave thanks. But I will say, why do we thank people for doing their job? Should I be... Uh, am I wrong in that? I'm not ticked off. I'm just wondering. That person is uh, has chosen a profession, gets paid to do that job, this person is a uh, federal government employee, probably makes a pretty good wage. Um, I'm talking now about the post office employee. Uh, is a member of uh, a powerful union, I would suspect. Uh, these uh, folks are probably members of the uh, federal, federal Employee Retirement uh, Savings Program or the Thrift Savings Program, perhaps. I'm just saying they're doing a job that they've chosen, and uh, like the rest of us, they could walk away from that job whenever they want, because uh, this is America, all right? If you get ticked off at work, you can leave. That's just the way it is. You don't have to go back. I know what you're saying, but it would be, it would reflect poorly on my resume and my future employment. That is all true, but it is not jail, all right? You have chosen to be there. Stuff happens, you choose to be there. You're getting paid pretty well. It's okay if not enough people say thank you, I think. I guess for what I've just said, all bets are off if you're talking about volunteership uh, and probably if you're in a job where people are shooting at you. All right. You know, we had, uh, I listened back to a show that we had recently, um, and there was a, uh, a local politician. Who uh, was it? James? Was it uh, Pukey Weaver? Uh, no, he was in. He's in. Uh, uh, oh, it was uh, Jerome Lacker. Uh, Jerome Lacker became uh, mayor of uh, Willow Springs, Florida. That was exciting news around here on election night when I learned that, uh, because he ran his commercials, um, some commercials here, on our podcast. He was, uh, I guess he's a listener, and uh, this is the uh, constituency, this is the population, this is the audience that he wanted to reach, proving, proving that uh, the road to uh, higher office runs right through the Wotown podcast. Jerome Lacker, congratulations. Uh, Jerome Lacker, it would be an honor if you would come on, your honorship. If you would come on to the uh, Wotown podcast and uh, read some uh, letters from ticked off Central Floridians. Those are some of your constituents, I'm sure. Um, and you could throw in your two cents uh, from your uh, perch uh, uh, as mayor 
of Willow Springs. So again, congratulations. Uh, let this be a lesson to uh, politicians with future ambitions. Come on uh, to the Wotown podcast. Spend your advertising dollars here. It pays off, okay? Um, so what was I trying to remember about uh, Jerome Lacker? Oh, oh, he, uh, he had a wise, I think a wise quote um, from his advertisement here on the episode. Uh, he said, Nobody ever thanked me for working at the print shop. No, no, he said, Nobody ever bought me a beer for working at the print shop. And I thought, that's, that's, a, that's a wise thing to say there. Um, I feel like I'm rambling here. Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should just let this one go out into the world. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if it ticks you off, let me know uh, through the through this station. Or uh, call Channel 17. We have a simulcast agreement with them. Uh, or uh, do everybody a favor and write in to off at orlandosentinel.com. Tell them how much you hate the Wotown podcast. That would blow their minds because they've never heard of the Wotown podcast. Uh, but I'm glad you have. I'm glad you spent time with me. Uh, that's it for me. Have a, a great week. And uh, let's listen to Bessie, Bessie Smith. Bye-bye, everybody.